Hello everybody and welcome back to the Five at the Back podcast. It's another Thursday and as we say, it's every Thursday forever, so here we are again. Um, we've got another very special guest this week, um, our, our third on the podcast now, and it is an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show Xavier, and he is from All Football Shirts, who are a, um, a website and football shirt community who are going to launch very soon. And Xavier, would you like to tell us a little bit about All Football Shirts and yourself? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So we'll be um, launching on the 31st of March. And uh, basically, we, um, we wanted to do a platform for the uh, football um, shirt community, um, to a place to buy and sell shirts, uh, but also kind of to share blogs, to share uh, pictures of their own collections, um, and really kind of try to do a platform that's, uh, in regard to buying and selling, that's more kind of um, around football shirts specifically, uh, a little bit more than other platforms you, you find online. So we really wanted to do um, to create a hub for the uh, for the community to to get together, to buy, sell, share. And also, there'd be a way for um, any users to um, post a, a free ad online in case you are looking for specific shirts for, you know, the holy grail, basically. So there'd be so many things to do. Um, a, a lot of the things would be accessible for free. Um, selling, selling and buying uh, would be made available to everyone, whether you sell one shirt or a thousand shirts. So we're really trying to be um, as inclusive as possible. And uh, the only people we don't really want using the site is people selling uh, fake shirts. So that's a big deal to us. It's, uh, it really needs to be a place where people feel safe. Um, feel they can buy a genuine and authentic items more than trying to get around different fakes like you might find on, on other platforms. Well, that sounds, that sounds brilliant. Um, <clears throat> do you want to just quickly sort of promote the socials and the apps? We can do it again at the end as well, but um, just sort of give people, give people your tags um, so that they can go and check you out. Yeah, sure. So we're on, um, we're on Twitter. Um, so on Twitter, it's uh, at a... Uh, underscore F underscore S underscore official. Um, so that's AFS for all football shirts. And then we're also on Instagram, uh, all underscore uh, football underscore shirts uh, underscore official. Again, um, we are thinking in both if you, start, if you type uh, all football shirts, uh, we should come up. Um, but yeah, we, we're on TikTok as well. You can find us anywhere. So uh, get in touch through Twitter and I can direct you to all the different uh, social we've got uh, going. Well, there you are. So if you want any, any grail football shirts in the next few, uh, next few months, Xavier Animal Football Shirts is your person. Um, I'm also joined with the other members of Five at the Back. <laughs> um, minus Ant, yeah. yeah minus Ant. Um, so I'm with Jordan. Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm with Tom. Hello. And I'm with Les. Hello. Um, so should we sort of just kick off? Tom's got a question, I think. Yeah, um, not quite related to football kits, but more related to the FA Cup. Mm. Uh, the action oh. last night saw Grimsby come away with a win away from home at Southampton. Um, so the question I wanted to pose was, what was your favourite cup set of all time? Because, uh, I know this is a big question put on the spot, but I have one Ooh, instant answer. Uh, Bradford going to Stamford Bridge. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, say Bradford. It's my favourite one. With um, Hanson and Naki Wells up front. You remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Naki Wells was my boy. <laughs> and then they had, um, they had someone on the wing as well, like Zion or Zivon. Oh, you're pushing my knowledge something. There, I'm not sure. It's like a wing, Zion Haynes or Hines or something on the left wing. Zavon Hines? Zavon Hines, that's <laughs> him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, rapid. Bradford, I'd say. Xavier, any, any cup sets that you, you can think of? I think, you know, I was thinking a few years back in the Steven Gerrard era in, uh, at Liverpool, there was a FA Cup fight and Liverpool ended up losing 1-0 and I'm wondering if it wasn't Scunthorpe um, it was a, a club from a much lower division, and I do remember that game quite clearly because it cost me ten quid. So, <laughs> <laughs> what better? So, you know, it, it was one of those dead thirds, you know, um, that uh, didn't uh, actually happen. And I think the final score was one 0 And to start with, it was kind of a twenty to one, which um, yeah, not not a good memory for I me. But I think it's I think it's Haven and Waterlooville. 
I think I can't. No, we we Maybe beat we beat them five two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to I have to research that. Well, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of upsets in those <laughs> cup, in those cup years when Steve, <laughs> um, in those in those late Stephen Gerrard years, unfortunately. Liam, have you got a? Uh, looks like you got a game there. Well, there's a Reds Wrexham Arsenal on it. Wrexham Arsenal's a famous Ooh, one, yeah, an old yeah. one though. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas free kick. How, what year is that? Ninety-two, something. Like oh, fond yeah. memory of yours then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. it live, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, um, yeah, I want to back Bradford. Do we have to go FA Cup? No, I was going to say. I mean, like we saw yeah. Real Madrid lose last last year to um, uh, Sheriff. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, Sheriff. yeah. That so was, yeah, that was that's big. a massive upset. Yeah. Um, one of my favourite memories is the um, the Birmingham Arsenal uh, oh, the final, final. the that Carling goal, Cup because that With goal Zigic yeah. knocking it on, knocking it on. <laughs> Obafemi Martins up front, beautiful limbs. Yeah, Ben. Right. Um, I can't think of any cop sets really. No worries. Um, <laughs> it's sort of it's a lot of pain for me as a Liverpool fan. So um, yeah. Well, should we should we move on? I think I think the first the first section um, we just sort of prepared some questions for you, Xavier. Um, obviously, you've you know you've been, you're, a, you're a football shirt collector, um, bit of a guru by by all accounts. So um, yeah, just to pick your brains sort of on on a few things. So are you, sure. you happy for us to go? Um, so, is there a moment that you remember becoming obsessed with collecting football shirts, or sort of where it where I think, it? I think it's been I think it's been gradually. Um, I'm uh, probably a little bit older than than um, most of you, um, but I, I remember being. I've always been a Marseille fan, and I remember the '91 and uh, sorry '1990-'91 shirt was kind of a shirt I, I didn't want to. Uh, let go at any point. Uh, I even thought about stop taking showers at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just didn't want to get it off. So I think it started back then and uh, and the following year, fortunately for me, Marseille produced some really cool kids. So oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. started from there and and since every time something catches my eyes, uh, you know, it's it's very hard to resist, you know, when, when, when you come across that shirt that never crossed your mind until you, yeah. you saw it. I know um, that feeling all too um, well. And yeah. I did that recently with the 99-2000 Bayern Munich shirt. And um, I'm not a fan of German football whatsoever, but I just came across that shirt and I thought, this is pretty nice. So, um, so yeah, it's always been there, but I would say... Marseille and the love of Marseille and the incredible '90s shirts kind of started it all, really. I think that's um, I think that's really cool because um, what like one of my favourite shirts that I've got is like a Marseille. Uh, it's from two. It's got like the Betclick sponsor oh, um, no. from sort of like 2007, 2008, I think. And I found that in like a charity shop in London for like seven quid. And oh, I just thought deal, like yeah. I think that's another part of football shirt collecting that I like. I love a lot. Like, do you do you sort of where do you source? The majority of your shirts from would you say? Well, well talking about that shirt, actually today, um, uh, shamefully, I bought a shirt, uh, the same bed click Marseille shirt, but I bought the away uh, shirt, you know, with the um, uh, green, yellow, and red stripe on the black. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I managed to find one of them, which I was quite pretty pleased about. So I could again, that's one of those I couldn't resist. But um, charity shop, um, to be honest, and and it's always interesting, but um, eBay has to be one of the places. Um, and, and when we were working on, on starting a football church, we looked into it and it kind of reflected what I was thinking, which is the only place really often is eBay, but I hate it. Um, and so, you know, even now still use eBay. It's, it's one of those places, but you do have to, to be careful what you find on there. But, um, you know, there's some really reliable sellers online. You pay a little bit extra, but then you can be sure that you get an authentic shirt. So it, it kind of depends where I am in the month. You know, if it's payday, well, brilliant. <laughs> um, I'm happy to go to any website. Um, however, towards the end of the month or to the you know, middle of the month, it's any shirts I can find online, really. And those those shirts can't wait, can they? <laughs> <laughs> it got no, to got no, to be bought. Got to be no, bought. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the question I was going to to ask was like, what shirt do you own um, that isn't your club? That's like your favourite, or is there like another club that you kind of start collecting for? Because I found myself like a few years ago, I racked up about three or four Real Madrid shirts, and I was thinking I'm kind of getting a collection of Real Madrid shirts next to my Liverpool ones. So I was just asking if you had kind of like a similar similar thing. Yeah, this, I mean, to, to to answer in a different way, there's definitely shirts 
of clubs which I would never buy. Um, and um, but there are definitely some that I've bought quite recently. Again, I've bought a 2003-2004 Real Madrid shirt. I'm not again particularly a big fan of Real Madrid. Um, PSV Eindhoven is one that mm. I started uh, nice. quite recently, um, and and actually it's the other way around. So I started to buy a couple of shirts. You know, the Philips sponsor is quite iconic. Um, and then I ended up going to Eindhoven once, and um, I'm going back in May for my actually for my stag weekend, and I'm going to watch a game. So it's the football shirts that the, is taking yeah. me uh, are taking me to the football team. That sounds like an unbelievable stag weekend. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you guys have artists for that as well? Like other clubs? I know you're not. Jordan, you're not massive on the football shirts kind of side of things like that. I, I no, I, I appreciate them. Yeah, um, I'd say I'd say if there's always, there's definitely teams that I always look out for, um, and there's always teams that like I'd always like to start a collection. I've always been a big fan of, like Napoli shirts, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Inter Milan shirts, um, a lot of like I'm a big fan of like the the nineties era of the um, like Italian league and stuff like that. So I want if I can build a collection, it would be round about round about mm. that era. And if either of you, um, I just would like in in terms of in terms of like like Napoli's a big one for me. I I love Napoli, but um, I really like Saint Pauli. I don't know if you've seen like like there's very rare that you see brown shirts, mm-hmm. and I like the whole like I like their whole club's aesthetic and the kind of like the the brand around it, and that's like their their shirts are, are, are like a one that I would. I would really like to have, but um, Pro- proper hipster club. Maybe that's what I can get from all football shirts on the uh, <laughs> 31st of March, Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's another question for you, Xavier. It's, it is quite a, a tough one, but who do you think, maybe currently and historically, are the like the best kit manufacturer? Like the best, the best one to make kits. It's it's tough. You know what? Because again, going back to the nineties, uh, Lotto is definitely. Oh, one. I've got a lot you of kids to talk about. Yeah. When yeah. you think of the AC Milan shirts, they're quite, they're quite something, you know. Um, so I would say that I think, you know what? In recent years, I've been impressed by Macron. Um, okay. Not the president. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not so much the politician. Bit of French the, politics coming onto the podcast. I like it. Yeah, I like and, it. And he's, he's here with me today. Um, <laughs> no, um, uh, no, but definitely, I would say Macron. The, the detail and the quality of the shirts. I think I've never been previously a big fan because growing up as a teenager, you think Adidas, you you think Nike, you think all the big brands, and Macron's not very, uh, never used to be a cool brand. Um, but I think the quality of their shirt is quite something in the last probably five years. The maker Wrexham shirt, anyway, it's not quite <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah. From Fran- France to Wrexham, you can't say we're not worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I thought was interesting, because I, I, I sort of I noted that, that question down as well, Tom, um, is I sort of find it quite interesting how there seems to be in the Premier League, especially, quite a big monopoly on, well, not a monopoly, but like a, a, a big focus on certain manufacturers, obviously Nike and Adidas and then sort of Puma, I think are like the the sort of third Castore sort of coming in. But like, why why would like, why do a club like Kappa, uh, uh, sorry, a, a manufacturer like Kappa, for instance, who I think makes some of the I nicest shirts Kappa in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are they not in the Premier League? Mm. Do you think, Xavier, do you, have, do you have any sort of... Well, to be honest, once you get to that kind of level, I would say that Adidas and Nike have so much financial power mm. that mm. they can pretty much buy any club or sponsor any clubs that they want. I think um, I think big clubs are probably even more attracted by big um, big brands. You know, I think Adidas will sell more with Manchester City winning, but City will also sell more shirts. I think with a certain brand rather than a you know a Macron or Lotto shirt potentially. Um, to the masses, I think the football shirt community would see it completely differently. Um, but I think to the to the kind of the, the, the masses, I think that um, most definitely Adidas or, or Nike is a little bit more prestigious to those clubs potentially. I think I think that's a really good point you mentioned about like the football shirt community and then the masses, mm. because obviously like as like, like I'm I'm someone that's that's very interested in football shirts and I'm probably not even I'm far from probably the most committed like person in terms of football shirts but like there's a very different appreciation isn't there for what what makes a shirt or what's good about a shirt compared to what like your average 
Manchester United fan or Arsenal fan or you know might get out of a shirt like what what do you think for you appeals like what is it that appeals about football shirts to you like what is it do you look at the badge do you look at details do you look at quality do you look at the memories around it you know I would say I think the first thing that comes across has to be the colours um, if you don't like the colours the shirt is a no-go isn't it I think um, so the colours have to be the starting point um, I think once you you start up uh, or once you, you've got a bit of a collection I think now receiving the shirts and putting them on is what matters to me so how it feels so I've loved some shirts I've ordered them received them put them on and think Oh, they look like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there are other shirts, and I think, ah, oh, this one's all right. Pull it on, and you feel like a million dollars. Do you know what I mean? And so, and to go back to your point earlier, to, to one of your guys' points, is the Napoli shirt. That's why I don't buy any Napoli shirts recently, because they're too tight. Um, mm. And I don't think I'll feel you know, great in one of those. But I think the way it feels, it's so important, and I think that's become more and more important to me. So I think being shallow, the colours, but I think when you get to it, it's how it feels when you actually wear it. Mm. And and in terms of like the wider sort of football collector industry, sort of it, it there's such a kind of it is such a cult thing, isn't it? And it's such a sort of like so many people who just build these collections, build these collections, build these collections. It's like like how how many football shirts do you have? <laughs> Um, so do I give you an honest answer or do I give you my, the answer I give my fiancé? No, we want honest. We want honest. Will your fiancé be listening to this? There's quite a big gap in between both. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I, I would say currently I'm looking at uh, 80, 89, 80, 90, yeah, maybe. 80, good, yeah. Um, but in my defence I've got a a front shirt collection. I've got all the shirts from uh, 1986 to 2023. So that's about 40-something shirts. So yeah. um, the large majority are the French shirts. Oh, wow. I bet there's some absolute beauties in that collection. I was going to ask, um, do a lot of those shirts have names on the back or do you prefer it without the names? You know what? I prefer without and I actually mm, go out of my way to make sure all the front shirts mm. I've got have I've had to fight quite hard to make sure I don't get a name set. Um, and the latest one I got was in 1980, 1986, uh, Home World Cup World Shirt. Um, and that's a beauty, actually. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I, I go out of my way to make sure there's no, no name set. Um, I think you're kind of restricted when you've got a name. And, you know, I've got the France 98 World Cup shirt. And... Of course, it's a badly done, but you don't want to miss out on Turam, on Dosai, mm. on Deschamps, on Jokai. So, so to me, it's kind of putting myself in a box I don't want to be in. I'd rather have no name set on the back. I think I think it makes shirts more wearable as well, to I an extent so. as well, yeah. in terms of like styling them with an outfit and things like that. Like, I I think it just looks a little bit cleaner. But Tom, I know and, you. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I go the other way. I always <laughs> seem to kind of go out of my way to get names on shirts but I've been caught out quite badly with the that. weirdest names on shirts <laughs> what was it earlier so. the Barkley shirt because yeah. I, I like I, I want to go for like a niche player but then it just goes the wrong way and they're just not very good <laughs> so <laughs> that's always attached to that shirt so I, yeah something I need to consider if I'm going to start getting more football shirts I think. learn from Xavier yeah just exactly, don't get names yeah. no names no names <laughs> but then also like the, I think the, like the beauty of it as well is like there's so many shirts that I love on when you see on pitch because of like the typefaces and stuff and the fonts that they mm, use, mm, like mm, mm. I always remember, like um, you know, Arsenal seem to always just have really cool like fonts and stuff that they use. And again, that's another thing. There's a big difference between sh how shirts look. Some shirts look incredible on the players mm, because mm, they're on elite athletes who are playing <laughs> under under in, you know incredible lighting and stuff. And then there's you, <laughs> you know. Like. Well, yeah, like one of my first football shirts. I think I was about six. My dad got me. AC Milan shirt with um, Kaka on the back nice. which was just off the back of us beating them so I don't know why he got me that shirt yeah. however like the font really stands out because it's gold and it, it, yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. And obviously AC Milan shirts mm. are amazing so yeah Milan do have nice shirts I mean. well I, I think you mentioned earlier but if we sort of go around the room um, Xavier so what, what was your first football shirt then? Uh, it was a 1990-91 uh, Marseille home shirt 
with a Panasonic uh, yeah, Panasonic Was that was that the um, was it like Adidas equipment that were making it? Uh, no, so the 9192, uh, which I still got, that's uh, Adidas equipment. Um, but the 90, uh, sorry, the 8990, no. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, that shirt got thrown away um, about about eight years ago. Um, so, yeah, that still hurt, as you can probably tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there was a sadness in your voice. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and um, yeah. So there we are. But that was my very first one. Yeah. Jordan? My first shirt, I'm pretty sure, was the, talking about Kappa, was the Tottenham Kappa. Oh, no. Yeah. Thompson. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't think it had a name, but it, it was that kind of I love Robbie Keane, Defoe, yeah, on yeah, the back yeah. here, Mido. That was my, my real introduction. That's why it to comes to mind, Mido. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Keane. Earlier, you talk about athletes wearing a, a tight shirt. Wasn't there at the time for that specific Spurs shirt? Wasn't there a rumor that Matt Letizia, uh refused at the last minute to sign for Spurs because he didn't see himself wearing that shirt? <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me. I would, given, given that it's Matt Letizia, I wouldn't really, really, really wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> that, that sounds like the most credible yeah, rumor yeah, I think yeah, I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah. Sounds yeah. on character. But we, we <laughs> was like, for a while, we were synonymous because we had, we was like one of the only, um, like, big, if you want to say big, in, in the Prem um, with the Kappa and it was, yeah, they're notoriously tight. Um, so I really wouldn't be surprised if, if, if that was true. Because <laughs> it happened with Villa when they were in the Prem because they had Kappa for a bit and those shirts were... Well, I don't know why well, they're Jack making it so loved tight. It. Yeah, <laughs> do, you know, yeah, do you know who I always felt sorry for? Was Santi, um, Santi Cazorla at Arsenal with those <laughs> Puma shirts. You know how like, tight the Puma shirts are? Like, you know, let, let's not say oh, he's an elite footballer, but he, he's not the most, yeah, not the most athletically, athletically built. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I just used to feel so sorry for him. He's it, tiny he's and he's got, got yeah. a little belly on him as well. Yeah. <laughs> but then obviously he was just stroking passes about with yeah. both feet. So you get away with it when you can. Yeah. Probably cancels it out a little bit. Tom? First shot. First, First shot was the AC Milan one. But then nice. I, I also had um, Liverpool's, I think it was 05, 06 away shirt with Jared on the back. Nice. What colour? So it was a white one. Yeah, I'll have to show yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. You remember yeah, it? Show me yeah. later, Tom. Yeah, I will show do. me later. <laughs> You've got it on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I had two. I had two. Les? Mine was the reversible Ooh. Man United, the white and and then you reverse oh, it to go to gold nice. with Beckham Ooh. on the back. Ooh. That's a strong reversible. Wow. <laughs> do, you still, do you still have it? I don't, well, I don't think it'll fit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Naturally. But, yeah. Um, I think mine was a, uh, probably one of my favourite shirts ever still, was a um, yellow and red John Arnorisa kit. <laughs> um, from the 2007 season, Colesburg. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, I like, I'm left-footed, so <laughs> John Arnorisa was like the only one of the only left-footed players in our squad, and he just had an absolute rocket on him. So I just, I just used to love him to bits. Well, I'm sure Xavier will agree, but like yellow shirts are pretty. He hit was, or miss, he was a great player. I'm just not sure about the red hair and the yellow shirt. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a risky yeah. combo. Imp- this is why we've got you on this podcast. That is such an important point. Such an important point. Yeah. <laughs> But he was a great player. He was really. He was. He really was. It's a shame how his time ended, really, because he scored an own goal in the Champions League semi-finals against Chelsea, and sort of hadn't been that great that season. And it kind of just, kind of just derailed him a little bit. And I think everyone lost a lost a lot of confidence in him. But yeah, he was, he was really consistent for a long time. I I got a little question. Just talking about Larissa matching with the like the the really pasty skin, red hair, yellow kit. Is there any kind of visual aesthetics? This goes out to everyone. That like a certain player in a certain kit that we always go to as like the 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 one we've always like really appreciated, like a player that suits the kit. A player that suits the kit, and it's like that. Like I like that kit because of the way he looked in it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think maybe you know. I think when I mean you know I mean there's a bit of jealousy in what I'm gonna say, but when you look at Ronaldo in most of Real Madrid shirts, he looks pretty handsome. He looks he? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he fitted the whole. <laughs> He's the, like he might be the most Real Madrid player ever, yeah. and it just suited every single one. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen him wear the away kit of his new club, the uh, kind of beige. Oh yeah, shirt. yeah. And he looks, he looks brilliant. I mean, how does he do it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, we got to give props to Ronaldo there. To be fair, <laughs> my answer was going to be Ronaldo. Your what? My answer for that was going. Oh, Ronaldo in the, what kit? The 50th anniversary. Uh, for the Munich air disaster, oh, okay. it was a special kit, the third kit. Yeah. Oh, um, for the Manchester it, derby. Yeah, it yeah, was all yeah, no, yeah. they're all blue. 
Um, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and it was at the Emirates. It was perfect lighting, Ooh. and he was ready for the free kick. All blue, <laughs> hair was slick, <laughs> tan skin. He was ready. He was ready. <laughs> so so right though, aren't you? You, you, can you cut the tension with a knife <laughs> in the studio. Right My now. answer would, is Messi. I think Messi not in the, the colours of Barcelona is still something I'm getting used yeah, to. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm. Like I it. hate yeah. it. I don't I like it. it. Yeah, I'd go for that one. That's probably the best answer I can give. That PSG kit doesn't suit him. No. Not for me. I think I think my favourite is Thierry Henry in the yellow and black yellow and oh, black Arsenal yeah. kit. Long long so gloves. Cool. Running around long sh- long long sleeve shirt, gloves, striding around the Bernabeu. I th- I think that's my that's my favourite kit player combo ever. Yeah, for nice. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Or Gerald at Liverpool. But obviously, back to Liverpool. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, back to Liverpool. Moving on. <laughs> um, I just sort of want to uh, return to all football shirts for a, for a, a quick second, if you don't mind, Xavier. Um, sure. So, where do you feel? Obviously, the, the, the football shirt industry is is a big one. It's growing a lot, especially since lockdown has grown massively. Um, where do you feel all football shirts slots into that industry and into that market against obviously all these big sellers like classic football shirts like cult kits things like that like yeah i think um i think we want to we want to make it accessible to start with which is the, the biggest thing um i think um, certain you know certain websites to as i said earlier to to buy from certain websites you have to spend a little bit more um, and I think that gives you kind of peace of mind when you buy a football shirt. Um, the, other, the other opposite of that is somewhere like eBay, where you might find a cheap shirt, but, you know, it's like, um, it's like shopping on a, on a dodgy market <laughs> where you're trying to find a, a genuine item while making sure you don't get your, your wallet neat, you know. And sometimes it feels a bit like that on eBay. So what, what we're trying to do is offer a kind of a different option, which is actually the, the listings would be humanly checked. Um, so we make sure that the items are as genuine as possible online um, and, and, and making sure that the prices for secondhand and brand new are kept to a reasonable price because we're making it available to, to everyone. And, and to be fair, the, the platform will be, um, will be directed at the football, football community, um, uh, football shirt community. So, you know, people in the community have a pretty good idea of how much a shirt should mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. I think if you go on eBay... Um, you can find, you know, I've seen the, um, the, the Messi Argentina shirt that he wore on, in the uh, World Cup final. I think I've seen about 12 of them in the last six days. Um, so uh, it comes a point where, you know, you need to actually make sure that what's on your platform is actually genuine. Um, mm. And that gives mm. people faith. And people, when they have a bit of confidence and feel more comfortable, automatically they spend more. So you can keep prices down, you know. Um, so... For, for buyers, it should be a lot better. But for anyone selling shirts, you know, you actually can deal with um, users that will know about football shirts. Um, and, and actually, what's also important for us is to make sure the, the listings have the information needed for football shirts. Because, you know, the specific fields that a football shirts that works for football shirts that doesn't work for a kettle, doesn't work for a car, you know. So it's really about making sure we're preventing as much as possible fakes going online. And then that I think that's, that's the, the unique kind of point for us. I think that, that sounds, yeah. um, sounds like something that the, the space needs quite definitely, a lot, I think. Definitely, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, you always see, like, the... I always, like, you see these, like, threads on Twitter and stuff of people, you know, they'll put, like, I don't know, like a 2004 Inter Milan shirt or something and, like, they found in a charity, uh, either a charity shop or have bought online somewhere. And then they'll be, you know, they'll be getting people to sort of, like, check all the little yeah, bits yeah, of yeah, authorization yeah. and stuff. But it sounds as if you're sort of going to have people that can do that for, that can do that for people kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, like, with classic football shirts, as good as it is, it's very rare you won't go in and spend a lot of money. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to this, like the store itself. I've been to the one in London, yeah, yeah. Even, because they make their own prices up, right? Yeah. And we're looking at like, I don't know, just because it's 10 years old, it's going to be about 60, 70 quid you're spending. Mm. Sometimes that doesn't always match up. So it's good to have like an alternate option like all football shirts offers, I think. And you know, there's so many uh, independent shops uh, online or actually, you know, in, in kind of real life. Um, all over the country, um, selling really cool shirts, mm. uh, vintage, authentic shirts mm. at really good prices. And so, you know, the platforms for those people to say, look, 
you know, you can, we can do better than, you know, classic, classic football shirts at better prices and actually giving people a little bit of a, a different choice, you know, and I think that that's what matters. Um, so, so yeah, it's just, um, it's just getting, getting the right shirt uh, at the right prices and actually overall making it just a nicer experience. Mm-hmm. As I said, going on eBay isn't the nicest experience to find a football shirt, I don't think, well, I, not for me personally. I think as well, like you're saying about, you know, the fact that there's going to be sort of blogs coming yeah, with that yeah. and on the website as well, like that will just make it a really nice user experience in terms of like, you know, going on, reading a little article about maybe even the shirt that you're about to go on and buy or about the brand or about the club or something like that and then being able to go and yeah. sort of it makes it a more immersive thing and I think that just that, makes it that a, sounds really yeah, cool to me a proper community and you, uh, yeah and you, and you know we're getting people to write blogs so we've got about 20 people who've agreed to to write different blogs for wow. us and wow. it goes from football shirts to going to watch a game at West San Siro it can be about you know, football during war times. It's been literally a diversity of different subjects, which is pretty cool. And uh, and and so yeah, we've got over 20 uh, bloggers. And and again, it's not the, often it's the first time they're doing it, but I think as long as you're passionate about your club, about the football shirts, I think you know it will come across well and people makes it will more, enjoy reading it. You makes know? it real. Gives yeah, it more integrity, yeah, yeah, if yeah, anything, yeah, I would yeah. say. Definitely. Well, we, we we actually speaking about sort of like local retailers and or like like independent shops. We went to um, me and a few friends went to budapest recently and there's a there's a football sh- like there's a guy who's gone quite viral on tiktok there old hungarian chap and um i think he used to he was either an ex-manager or player and he's now just got this tiny tiny little like football shirt boutique and you it's like it's like in this little shopping mall and you just go around this little corner like right in the center of budapest and it's literally like just it like like no more than like probably five meters by five meters each way and he just stands in there and he's got all these like like just rail of shirts and he had some of the best football shirts i've ever seen so like the point you make about the fact that like these independent places have 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 different options you know i i'd seen i I saw shirts in there that i'd never seen sold in person before Mm -hmm. you know and he had them in there for you know what i would say are fairly reasonable prices you know um Mm. but yeah like i thought that was really cool and there's many shops like this, you know, and not everyone, and not everyone can create a website quickly or you know mm. or something that works. So you know, on on all football shirts, you can have your own branded um, shop, etc. So it's really it's really trying to get to get everyone on board and being really a community platform. I think you know we we're trying to use people's knowledge in regard to reviewing these things before they go live because. You know, you look on Twitter and often all you see is screenshots of eBay items where people ask, is that legit? Is that a genuine item? So we just thought we'd put everything together on, onto one platform. Um, it just makes sense. Yeah, cool. Tom, did you have a question? You look like you were um, angling at a question. I wasn't. I can come up with one. <laughs> um, I mean, where do you see yourself with this in five years' time, I think? Question I'll go well, for. that's a, you know what, that's a, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, uh, I'll give you two answers. The least um, positive uh, in me thinks that it may not take off and actually it just be something in the background. Um, I, I'm really not sure. And at this stage, that's the honest answer. The, the other side of it is because I'm really not sure, it could kick off from day one uh, in, in a big way. Um, so literally, I have no idea. Um, if it works well, I mean, I'd love to sponsor a football club. Do you know what I mean? That would be, wouldn't that be amazing? You know, classic mm. football shirts have done it with Burnley. With Burnley and yeah, yeah. Starting yeah. from where they started, isn't it amazing? You know. Um, so I just think, you know, something like like this would be would be an absolute dream, absolute dream. Set set the uh, set the goals high. Yeah, definitely. Is there a club that you? Uh, would like to sponsor if you had your your Marseille. choice. <laughs> would it be Marseille? Oh, <laughs> well, I think it would have to be Marseille, and I'd expect to have a, a, a private box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the players wouldn't be allowed to have the players wouldn't be allowed to have name sets on no, any no, of the No, no, no names, no names. No, no, for the commentators. Just a just another one. Um, in terms of like football shirt trends, like we see, we've spoken a little bit on this podcast about sort of certain trends in kits and things like that. And obviously everyone's sort of hopping on different bandwagons and things like that. Um, 
what's what sort of if you could give us like one favorite and one least favorite sort of trend or theme in the football shirt world at the minute that you're seeing clubs and manufacturers do um, just just to get your thoughts on it really yeah well I've seen one recently because I think Adidas have released some new um, kind of what do you call it kind of streetwear casual wear yeah, yeah. 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 kind of using Arsenal who was it there was some uh, Real Madrid and and just casual wear and to me I don't get it I don't buy into it I just you know that you use the design of a 90s football shirt and then mix it all up and try to come up with something and then charge 100 quid, 120 quid for it, for a jumper. To me, that doesn't work. Mm. Um, and it just looks like, just like a, almost a, a counterfeit of the original yeah, football yeah. shirt. I, I, agree. I just don't I get agree. it. I agree. Like, um, I, I, so I think surely the better money would be Try and source, yeah, 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 like yeah, try yeah. and source an original of one, that yeah, training yeah. wear, or you know, like that would be more rewarding and satisfying, surely. And, and you know, I think that sometimes they use uh, uh, manufacturers uses all those leisure wear as in, oh, let's let's be creative. And then when it comes to the proper football shirt, they just play it safe. So, you know what so I mean? lazy. And I think that yeah. maybe there's a bit of that, but it's mm. kind of you know tapping into people's nostalgia and then taking hundred quid out of their pocket. And it, it, yeah, I don't. I don't buy it. No, and and how about a how about a favorite trend? Oh, favorite trend. Uh, uh, you know what? I really there's been some special editions that have been really good, um, special or limited edition. Um, but then there's more and more of them, so slowly becoming a little bit less limited. If you see yeah. what I mean. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, you look at the um, the Dortmund um, black oh, edition. Blackout, I yeah. mean. You know, it's kind of hard not to like the shirt, um, but is it that special anymore? You know, I used to like the Argentina shirt. Um, I'm not so sure, having seen mess, many uh, messy shirts recently, I'm not so sure it's that special. You know, if people think it's going to become as as good as what Maradona shirt is nowadays, in, in 30 years, I, I don't think it'll be the case, you know. So it has to be special edition, but... Limited editions probably best. Actual, actual limited edition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think that speaks. Yeah. I think that speaks to a really important point about like football, sh- like why people wear football shirts and sort of like what they love about it is, is that point of difference and that different like yeah. having a shirt that no one at like no one else has and like we spoke about it a bit with Dan, didn't we? A couple of podcasts ago about like terrace culture and people wearing things to express themselves, and I think like being able to. Go go out in a shirt or go and play football in a shirt where people go, oh, what's that? What, what mm. club's that? Where'd you get that from? Da, da, da. Like, I think that's like a big appeal to why people invest so much money and, and time in it. And I think there's always there's always a kind of hope when you go to a party that you're not going to be the only one, and then <laughs> you're going to start. You know what I mean? We're like um, Volkswagen Beetle drivers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, people that nod to each other on the, on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a little kiss of the badge and a, <laughs> and a nod to each other, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, it's a little bit like collecting vinyl, isn't it? It's quite a quirky, almost a quirky kind of hobby. And, mm. you know, I'm always disappointed to go to a party and literally no one's interested. <laughs> well, you heard it here. More football shirts at house parties. Yes. More yeah, football shirts at dinner parties. Bring it back. More uh, football shirts at yeah. night on um, nights out. Astros with jeans. Bring that back. Yes. <laughs> bring it for the T90s with the boot cut. It's like in a similar back. manner. I always, uh, if I'm away with my brother or something, on holiday, we'll always try and guess what's the most obscure shirt we'll find. Yeah. yeah it's always yeah. just a fun little pastime. Oh, I love going on holiday and like, just like thinking about what kit I might get yeah, from, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 from that yeah. club. It's amazing. It's the first thing when I started to plan my honeymoon. I thought, how many days? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to, the, to that. <laughs> and and where, where where is your honeymoon if you don't don't mind us asking? To be honest, I, I offered to go to Marseille, and that was would have coincided with a league game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer was no. Um, so we're going to uh, going to Greece instead. Ooh, to Greece. So nice. so what? what what's the local team? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you know what? I'm not sure. I haven't looked it up, but yeah, I'm not sure it would be uh, seen as very good, to be honest. I'm <laughs> literally the end of the honeymoon period. <laughs> um, so just sort of to, um, as a, as a, a, a next little section um, for our closing game, 
uh, which we haven't told you about, Xavier. We're, we're blindsiding you. Um, <laughs> but just our, um, I, I just want to go around and get everyone's favourite football shirt ever. And, well, not even ever, but just one that means a lot to them and that has a story behind it and that you sort of, you, you really care about. Um, and, yeah, Xavier, should we, should we start with you, mate? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start um, and not specific. I mean, it's nice a nice shirt, but more for the moment, the France '98 World Cup shirt. Yeah. Um, I think that to me, uh, for you know, being French, to see your country for the first time becoming world champion, uh, which is you know in recent years something only the so-called big teams have done: Germany, Brazil, Argentina, and then for suddenly a star to appear on that shirt and you think, God, we're one of those, you know. Um, that was that was kind of special because it's you never think, until it happens, you actually generally never think it's going to happen. Mm. It won't happen to you. It's like winning the lottery. It's, we've seen everyone win it before, we've lost, whatever. But then when it happens, unbelievable. So that shirt, just for the moment, is, is definitely my, yeah. my favourite shirt, yeah. I love I love it. It's, it's been good to see... Um... Bukayo Saka recreating oh, on celebration, celebration, like with yeah. in that yeah. kit. Um, yeah. Like I think I think things like that are so cool. But yeah, I mean, Omri just makes any shirt look so classy, doesn't he? Yeah, even now, <laughs> even now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jordan, um, I'd say kit? again, yeah, not really for the well, being a Tottenham fan. There's not been many <laughs> memorable kits. <laughs> um, uh, I'd say probably the one that sticks out for me purely because it's League Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the carding cup. Yeah, um, no, mine would be the White. the um, the. Again, I don't even think it's that nice of an actual kit, kind of like to look at. But for what it means, the um, Mourinho treble winning in the Milan kit um, would probably be my one where where I look at as as kind of my one of my favourite moments in history, um, football in history. So I'd say I'd have to go for that kit. Yeah. I liked the uh, the little like Italian badge that it had in 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 the middle of the kit as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. a really nice touch. Yeah, yeah, cool. Tom. Yeah, um, I'll go with Barcelona's 100th anniversary shirt because mm, nice, I do nice. really like um, a centre badge. Like it, it's a it's a big thing for me. I don't know why, <laughs> um, but I think it's, it's quite minimal. And obviously, you have both years the celebration and when yeah, it started. Mm, yeah. um, I mean, I've really really like England's Euro 20. No, yeah, Euro 2020 shirt as well. <laughs> Um, was it the year? No, what was it? Yeah, it was Euro 2020. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I just fell in love with that shirt. Um, just I really like the collar and the and got badge. Jesse Lingard. I got Jack Grealish actually, <laughs> but he uh, does, to, to let you know, Xavier Tom does have a, a Jesse Lingard England shirt, and that's fine. Oh, wow, I didn't think Jesse Lingard even had one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did once upon a time, a while ago. Now. Jay Lings. Tom's um, got the only one, yeah. <laughs> if I was going to go for a Liverpool one, I'd go for 07 08 because of um, Gerard and like, that'd be my early few years, or 17 18. Yeah. When we made the Champions League and lost. Yeah. So you've given us four shirts. Yeah, Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> my favourite shirt is actually four. Oh, yeah. Barcelona one. <laughs> Liam Williams? It's got to be the 07, 08, 08 or 09. Well, we kept them the same. The, yeah, the yeah, red, yeah. white and black. The AIG. The AIG, yeah. just Tevez, Rooney, Berbatov, Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he, yeah. he crept in, but... That's Fabio. A, Fabio, Rafael. I do kind of just associate him with that quite yeah. heavily with that. So do I, you know. It's weird. The Champions crept. League final, for some reason, yeah. Yeah. He, he's there in my head. Owen Hargreaves when he's on the pitch. But yeah. what, a, what, a, what a like foreign concept that seems now to think... Of the amount of time, the amount of kits that teams release these days yeah, per season, yeah. that a, cu- a club as big as United would keep, keep a home kit. Because mm. Liverpool actually did the same, didn't they? It was 2008-09 into 09-10. Yeah. Had the same home kit. Mm. Like, um, imagine if, yeah, like, no, these no days you're getting shirts Napoli, Didn't Napoli release, like, 11 shirts in a season no, once? Yeah. Brent, Brent <laughs> rolled their shirt on from last year. So Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah. But like, but like Liverpool, you're seeing next season's kit like Already. less than half the way through the yeah. season. Like yeah. you're getting like c- mm. confirmed leaks almost. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's cr- like it's it's quite sad to think that like Nike or Adidas have just got the next six years already yeah. planned out. For and football it's, all, shirts. it's all template like, now as well. There's no yeah. originality to any to any kits now. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, can you think of any clubs, Xavier, that that are sort of bucking that trend a little bit? I think um, I think if you look at Ajax Amsterdam, mm. 
probably, uh, probably one of those clubs, isn't it? Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, talking of Man United, they've had some really classic shirts and, and going back to Liverpool, Liverpool and Adidas, I mean, that's a brilliant uh, combination. It's always been, hasn't it? Um, so, so, yeah, there's been, definitely been some, some cool shirts. I think um my like my my kit was probably going to be um like in the 0708 or uh, yeah 08 season the the Liverpool away kit it was like the the middle badge with like that kind of what like white sash down the middle of it and I remember they wore it away against um it it, it was Marseille actually funnily enough um and because Carlsberg was an alcohol sponsor yeah. They had to wear they had to wear it plain and it looked even better yeah. without Carlsberg on it, which is a big thing to say. Um, but I think Torres scored an unbelievable solo goal against you guys that day. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just I, I, I love that shirt. So Scott, a couple of you have mentioned the, the kind of the badge or crest in the middle or on the side. What's the general preference? I, I do like I do like a middle badge. When it's done right, it when has it, to be done right. It has to be done it right. Has to be done right. But when it is done right, it's Beautiful, beautiful. I think the older ones with the middle badge look better. I think these days it seems a little bit forced. It's like a nice little yeah. treat every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you, see, have you yeah. seen the, someone put it on Twitter? The, I want to say 11, 12, but I'm not sure. Maybe uh, maybe 12, for anywhere up to 14. It was the uh, Man City away kit when they had the red and black, yeah. white, yeah, red yeah, and black yeah, yeah, strap yeah. going down. And the Etihad. The Etihad was under. so small under the badge. That was beautiful as well. Like little oh, things yeah. like that. Just yeah. like little creative. Like yeah, someone's yeah, had yeah, that yeah. idea, yeah, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And just so gone much with better. it. And so it, much better it makes it so classy. The yeah. template stuff. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, well, to finish, Xavier, <laughs> we play a game every week. Uh, our <laughs> listeners will know, but you don't. You will soon. <laughs> yeah. um, we play a game called Who Am I? which is basically um, there's three rounds, three players, um, and Tom is in charge this week. And he will reveal sort of gradually different details about a certain player's career. And we will all have to bosh in, we call it. So just say the word bosh to buzz in. um, And that will then give your answer. And if you get it wrong, um, you're then frozen out until everyone else has had a guess. And then you come back in. Okay? Perfect. Are we ready? Let's go. Yes. Okay. Player number one. There's three players, by the way. We'll start with number one. I was born June 8th, 1984. And I started my career at River Plate. Quick pause in case anyone had any idea. 84 84 makes him 39? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, The next clue is I played for my country 147 times. Over a 15 year period. What? Okay. Hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to who I am. <laughs> I am a two time Olympic gold medalist. Okay. Next clue is. Oh, Bosch. Yeah. Sergio Aguero. It is not Sergio Ooh. Aguero. The next clue is I played for two clubs in England. Two different clubs. I think I know who it is, but I don't uh, think he's... What's his name? And uh, I spent eight years at Barcelona. Bosch. Javier Mascarano. It is Javier Mascarano. Oh. The next two clues were I played at CDM and centre-back and my move to England was illegal. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, his professional debut was for the national team as well. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> first that's, ever, that's insane. First ever professional game you played was for the national team. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about fucking baptism of fire. Imagine that. Next player. I was born on March 29th, 1973, and started my career at the Go Ahead Eagles in the Eredivisie. So that makes him about 50. 50. Yeah. yeah. So not playing. I'm currently. getting better at working <laughs> out. <laughs> working <laughs> out. Getting a little bit quicker. Wait, you'll be 50 at the end of this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I spent five years at Ajax and then went on to play in England. I also played for Barcelona. Bosch. Yeah. Oh, Ronald Koeman. It is not Ronald oh, Koeman. Did Good he, guess. Did he, did didn't, didn't play in the Prem. No, he played in the Prem. Okay. <sighs> we went so from Ajax so to the Premier League. So wait, go ahead to Ajax. To Ajax. To, to Prem. a team in London. In the Premier League. I, I shouldn't have said that. That Bosch. was, that was uh, 
Go Mark Overmars? Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's good. That's I good. gave that away from the London did. Did. That's that's Sorry. Nice. Him in those old Arsenal kits. JVC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Okay. One final player <laughs> to, uh, to round this out. I was born on the 5th of February 1986 and I've played for eight different English clubs throughout my career. Fucking old. No, 86 would make him... 39? 37, 37, 37. <laughs> Eight different English clubs, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of okay. I scored 53 goals during my time at Scunthorpe United. And for one of the clubs I've played for is Reading FC. Oh, oh what? Why would uh, you do this to us to end? I'm the all-time top scorer at the club I'm currently at. I don't think you played for And my 100th goal for this club came against Newcastle United in the Premier League. Is it hot? My club is now in the championship. Yeah. Is it Billy Sharp? It's Billy Sharp. Oh, he was in my head. I, I, I couldn't remember him for a while. <laughs> 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 the next clue was I'm from Yorkshire. That was... Uh, that was <laughs> not that <laughs> was at all. Yeah, that was any of us. Well, that, uh, that brings, brings things to a close. Um, Xavier, if you just want to um, promote the socials again, um, promote all football shirts and remind us of when all football shirts is launching. Yeah, so we're launching on the 31st of March, uh, so not long now. And you can find us uh, on Twitter, uh, A underscore F underscore F underscore official, uh, on Instagram as well. We're also on TikTok. Um, so if you type all football shirts, uh, you should be able to, to find us. Brilliant. Um, well, I will certainly be buying. I I'm definitely. <laughs> I I'll myself. be saving my, my, <laughs> my birthday's the day after that, so I will be getting. <laughs> I will be getting a football shirt from, from there. Well, thank you very much for your time, yeah, Javier. Thank you. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Really interesting chat. Um, and yeah, we hope to hope to see and hear plenty more from you. Um, it's been good. Thank you very months. much for having me, guys. Thank you. Bro. No Take worries. Care. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.